listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Ah, wow, my my cans are so hot, man. Uh, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 289, Scott. That's right, John, 289. That means 11 episodes to our uh, massive uh, 300th episode. What yeah. are we going to do for and 300? it's already 9.30. Yeah, it's nice. It's a late start tonight. We had some technical start. difficulties with compression and overmodulation yeah. <laughs> in terms that I really don't understand. But yes. you you pulled it together, well, and I that's why we got something. You were no. nominated for producer yeah. of the year. That's why, John. Well, the tubes are going bad on my compressor, so so what are you going to do? I got to use the other one, and I don't want to set that one up because it that a taken tube? twice as long. Is yeah, that a tube, tube also? It's tube also. Maybe a solid state is in your Christmas yeah. future, John. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. We also need a gate, too, and which and is gate. running. We need a gate. The gate is running. Um, that way, so when we're off mic, you know, and making noises, uh, you can't hear the chair creak, shit like that, you know. Anyway, 289, we're a couple of weeks away from... Christmas, Scott, or Xmas. You know, some people think if you say Xmas, that's uh, that's belittling Christmas or it's a war on Christmas. But actually, Xmas does mean Christmas. Did you know that? Uh, I X believe I like did. Yes. Greek for Christ. Yes. Uh, weren't the Greeks before Christ though? I'm confused by that. The, the timeline. So the, it was the Greeks, then it was the Romans, well, right? It was before Christ. Yes. Yeah, so how would the Greeks have a, a symbol for Christ if they preceded Christ? Do you see what I'm saying, John? You see the trouble I'm having? Christos. <laughs> you had the Greeks, and then the Romans took over. Yeah. And then Constantine right. with the Christ and the Pontius Pilate and the whole deal. <laughs> So how did the Greeks have it? Did they predict the future? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Where did Constantine come in with the Pontius Pilate? Constantine was the one who accepted Christianity and he made it a state religion. Right. But that's when Christianity really took off. Oh, I see. Out of all the 2,000 other religions and mythologies going around at the time, when Constantine made Christianity the state-backed Right. Sponsored religion. That's when it skyrocketed. Well, he didn't do it. It and was, made Jesus it was Christ after him. a superstar, John. He started it off. He he kicked it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kicked it off. Right. And this war on Christmas. Can we stop using war on, like, the war on drugs and the war on... Can we stop using that terminology? Because it's not like war. I've never been in war, fortunately. But I've seen HBO specials on it, John. Right. And I kind of get an I idea of what it's about. And it's... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know much about war, but I've seen HBO yeah, specials. Seen, did you do something to my mic or A something? A little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I could hear you making like noises and what rubbing kind of noises? your pants. And I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Scratching rubbing yourself. My pants. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Why is it too low? So anyway, war is fucking brutal, man. What's it it good is for? brutal. And this when they say a war on Christmas that insults yeah. uh, the veterans in my opinion, the people that served 
and that uh, protected this fine country and protected right. our freedoms, John. In real wars. Yeah. Not these the nonsense war on Christmas or war on drugs. So watch Saving uh, Private Ryan the other night. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the Band of Brothers, too. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You see Clint Eastwood's two movies about uh, Iwo Jima? Iwo Jima? No. Oh, those are good, too. One is from a U.S. perspective. One is from the Japanese perspective. I have not seen it yet. Japanese one, you got to read it, though. It's a lot yeah. of reading. Oh, it's... Yeah. Reading's fun for mentals. The thing I don't like about reading is I can't see the detail of the film if I have to read. See what I'm saying, John? Yeah, it makes it tough, right? Can you turn up my cans a little bit since whatever oh, you're doing in there? the love of Job. <laughs> well, you, you're turning me down. Oh, there you go. Very I didn't good. turn you down. Well, what happened? Something happened from the start of the show to now... You were twisting knobs in the wrong direction. That's all I can assess based on the all evidence. All I did was turn your gate down. Your gate. My gate. I, I gated you a little bit. All right, John. So we missed last week, and you'll, we you'll can't remember why. Hey, but get this. Uh, the basketball season ended. We got playoffs all on right. Monday. If we win on Monday, I think we play the next Monday. Yeah. Or I think we may play again that Monday night. So next Monday may, may be the last basketball Monday. Uh, of course, not of my professional career, but uh, for this season anyway. Your professional <laughs> career. And you went swimming. Yeah, and I went wife. swimming. Well, your wife didn't go swimming, no. but she stayed in the stands. Yeah, John. yeah. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'll be posting pictures to Facebook, John, because we have a couple of other important stories that require photographic evidence. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, all right, so before we get to all that stuff, uh, we had, first of all, let's talk about episode 290, John. 290, yeah. It's going to be the big blowout Christmas special. I heard back from God. He's going to be here. Oh. Satan's going to be here. It's out of sight. Stephen Hawking even said he might show up. That's always exciting to have a world-renowned physicist in. That and is out of sight. You heard from Alfie, right? Is yeah. Alfie going to show Alfie's up? Alfie's going to be here. It's going to be a spectacular, star-studded yeah. Christmas special. Not only that, I heard that Julie wants to come back in the TTN Studios uh, for the Christmas special or for another show? You tell me. Uh, it's up to her. It's up to her. Yeah. It is it's up, up to her. To her. So Julie might and be you, back. I, you don't want her to be on the show. So well, I, 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 when, Why would I not want her face. to be? Like, well, we I didn't to make watch. a face. So, Julie come on, was going to come I on the show. And you're face. like, what? what? Next show? That's because I, I, I had a tater tot and I put it in like the... <laughs> you put it in your ass? <laughs> no, I put it in the cheese sauce oh. and I, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to put it in the in the mayonnaise. <laughs> In the man, so I made a face. Yeah, because you needed to put it in your mayonnaise. Yeah, my mayonnaise. <laughs> oh man, my mayonnaise, John. All right, so, uh, so you got that to look forward. Episode two ninety, and then ten more episodes 
And at the pace we're going, that's going to be like sometime in 2015. Right. We're going to have our 300th episode, John. 300. Yes. That is something else. All right, John. So the last show we did was pre-Thanksgiving. And then we missed last week. I can't remember why. And now we're back. So how was your Thanksgiving? We didn't do last week. Are you sure? I'm pretty goddamn sure. If we did, there's something really wrong with my memory. <laughs> um, God damn. Yeah, you're right. November 27th is when I posted it. Oh, yeah. I went and saw the G, the gastroenterologist. All right. As we always do, uh, it's been our tradition for the last year. We start yeah. out with John Health News. <laughs> John's health status update. We should get a stinger for this. Yeah. So you saw your gastroenterologist. Yes. Uh, I don't even have one of those. This guy is, uh, well, it's somebody my doctor recommended. Somebody. And um, took a, it was a pain in the ass to try and get. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) To try and get into this guy and to see him. And uh, he, my doctor had to call to arrange the meeting. I guess he's very busy, and I asked him why. And apparently everybody's trying to get all their procedures done because they paid their uh, deductible for the year. I so they're see. trying to get everything, you know, all their colonoscopies, squeeze, in. squeeze them in. So I just go in there, and, and uh, they take my vital signs, and he sits me down in his office, not in an examination room, but his office to discuss my symptoms. Like he has pictures of his family and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. And he doesn't even like talk to my doctor. He doesn't get any of the information from my doctor. Nothing. He just asks me a bunch of questions. Wants to know why I got my gallbladder out without seeing a gastro first. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Uh, I did a HIDA scan. They said, oh, oh, you did that? Okay, what was that? I'm like, well, it's like a 25% uh, whatever fraction. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Ejection fraction. And, uh, oh, okay, okay, well, that makes sense. Well, here's the thing. Uh, We're going to put you on some medication, an antispasmodic, and then... um, a, uh, a proton pump inhibitor um, to treat both indigestion and irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, because in, we're going to start there. We're going to start real conservative because uh, we want to see if that works out. If it doesn't work out after three weeks, then we have to discuss another path, which is probably... Um, are you familiar with an, uh, an R... Uh, what is it called? An... Uh, uh, I don't even fucking remember. How the fuck would I know? Whatever it is, some <laughs> camera, a camera down my throat. Yeah. It's an endoscopy. It's an ERCP, it's called. Uh, and they look at the, the sphincter of Odie. Uh, it's it's a little sphincter that opens up to let bile into your duodenum. And he says that might be dysfunctional, and if it is, they have to cut the muscle. Uh, so I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, and he says, so, so we're going to start with this. Okay. See you later. So I leave and I give him the, the pharmacy I go to and all that stuff. 
I call the pharmacy. They don't have the order. They don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So now it's coming into the holiday a week. You know, it's it's the day before Thanksgiving, and I have no medication to treat these symptoms. And, you know, I've been nauseous and miserable and all this stuff. So uh, we're calling around. We can't get anybody. So I get a hold of this answering service. And they say, well, we can page him, but it's an, emer- an, an emergency. And I said, well, I'm not a fucking doctor, okay? I don't know. He prescribed me medication f- to treat my symptoms. You tell me. Um, well, if it's an emergency, we can, uh, we can, uh, page him and he'll call you back. I go, well, why would you want uh, your doctor to call you? I, I, I don't want that's just exactly fill the said. prescription. I don't want him to call me. I want, I want him to just call the pharmacy and fill my prescription. So the, the guy's hassling me. I said, look, fucking forget it. I'll call Friday. So I call, and I went to work on Friday. I call all day Friday. Is the day after Thanksgiving? Yeah. yeah. I leave messages at this place. They don't call me back. My wife calls me Friday afternoon and says the pharmacy called her that apparently the doctor called the the prescription in, but to a different Walgreens than I told him. So they finally, she got me my meds or whatever, and I took them and... It turns out this one medication, it uh, dries up your salivary glands. So the, for the first night, <laughs> I could hardly, I couldn't swallow or anything. I'm laying there, I'm like, <laughs> like you just ate a bunch of crackers. Yeah, yeah. It, I can't whistle. I can literally, I was spitting real cotton balls. I'm not kidding. Floating cotton balls in the toilet is what I was spitting out from this this stuff. Uh, and then he gave me Dexalant. It's like this proton pump inhibitor. I guess you could just get Prevacid or something like that, whatever. So, um, so for Thanksgiving, I was fucking miserable. I felt okay. Then people started coming over and the food and the smell of the food started making me really nauseous. So I had like two little pieces of turkey and a little teaspoon of corn, and, like, that's it for Thanksgiving. Everybody else is dumping. They put two butters of, two butters, two two sticks of butter in the gravy. My wife puts, like, two sticks of butter in the the dressing, you know, the stuffing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't eat any of that shit. So, uh... I, I finally something uh I came around. I my doctor gave me these little teeny tiny pills that I just put on my tongue and they dissolve and the nausea goes away. So I popped one of those and within an hour the nausea was gone. Uh and I was fine the rest of the night. So I, I was able to pick at some of the food when everybody left. And uh then Friday uh I went to work. And I felt okay at work all day. Uh, Went home, felt pretty good. And then uh, Saturday we decorated the house. And, of course, when when we decorate here, Scott, I want two fucking days. That's it. Saturday and Sunday after Thanksgiving is always traditional or or Friday. 
decorate the outside with my daughter. I set up the tree. And then they put on all the ornaments. And then everything else that comes down from the attic, put that shit all around and then put it back up in the attic. I'm not kidding you, dude. You've seen my house. You walk in, there's shit everywhere. It's a two-week affair. My wife will be putting shit up all the way to Christmas Day. There will be another statue, another this. She's got like 14 bins of stuff. That she took down from the attic. We got like 30 Santa Clauses that are lined up all over the... It's just... I can't take it. I can't take it, man. It makes you anxious? It does. It makes me really anxious. Every year or just this year? Every year because I can't stand seeing all the bins laying around. And I just want to sit back and enjoy the lights and the decorations. I don't want it to be a fucking perpetual exercise in Christmas decorating. I, <laughs> I can't take it. Right. So, you know, it stresses me out a little bit. We but, purge uh, every year. We we go downstairs and we got the shelf with all the Christmas stuff. Yeah. And then we purge stuff. You say, let's get rid of that. Yeah. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. We donate this yeah. and, you know. Yeah, yeah. not us. No. We just keep just adding keep... to it. Fucking A, dude. Where do you store it all? Down here somewhere? The basement. I mean, uh, the, uh, the attic. The Have attic. you ever seen my attic? No. Oh, my God, dude. Like a hoarder attic? <laughs> no. It's it's so big, I can literally have a third floor. You've seen how tall my house is. Yes. How do you get up there? Do you have, like, stairs it's you pull down? Just a little attic stairs, but... The guy who did my house, the, one of the carpenters, the, the guys that did the rough in the framing, he was trying to talk me into putting a regular set of stairs in that front bedroom. He's like, look, man, we could put some real stairs right here with a door. It won't cost much, like maybe 700 bucks. Just regular wood stairs. You won't have to pull that thing down. I'm like, no, you know, this is a bedroom. I don't want to be going in there and... I should have done it. He goes, because then, you know, when we're all done and they've done the inspection and they've let everything go, we'll come back and we can finish it. We'll put all the drywall up there and then you can do what you want. You can paint it or, and uh, dude, literally, it's another floor. It's fucking huge. I could, we could have band practice up there, but it's now it's the pull down stairs. So it's. It's kind of rickety and dangerous, and there's no railing around the hole. I'm always thinking I'm going to back up and just, like, Clark Griswold and, and just fall right through it, you know? Right. But there's plywood up there, so th- there's kind of a floor going on up there. Um, but literally, it's it could have been a, a third floor. The, it's fucking huge. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to get some shelves and stuff and put those up there. So like you said, we can start looking at, okay, let's get rid of this, get rid of that. It does get very hot up there. We we have to retire one of our rubber skeletons because it, uh, it dried out quite a bit from the heat this past summer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I can't handle the perpetual decorating. I want two days and be done. Uh, years ago, I mean, we used to have two Christmas trees. We had one down here, one up there. My kids haven't even set it up yet. And usually 
they help a lot setting stuff up. But my son's in wrestling, and he had just had surgery. Uh, my daughter's in gymnastics. Their homework is brutal. My son's taking some accelerated class. Um, so they have no time to do anything, you know. <laughs> so, so the bins. So I flipped out. My wife started throwing some bins back up into the into the attic. So I'm hoping this weekend. And that's the other thing. Every fucking weekend, we've had some party. It never stops. Uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, we went downtown. We stayed downtown for the weekend. Uh, the Thanksgiving, uh, we had Thanksgiving, a bunch of people over, friends, family. Uh, Friday, I had to work. Saturday, I worked a little bit in the morning from home. Uh, and then we finally got the lights and stuff up. Sunday was kind of a nice day, kicking back, watch football. And then uh, this past weekend, birthday party. Um, I had to go see that movie, uh, Polar Express. Uh, this Saturday is a big dinner party that we're going to. The following weekend is uh, I got a gig Friday night, the 20th. Uh, and then it's prep for the, the big uh, arrival of St. Nick, Scott. I am going to be at that gig, John. Not only that. <laughs> you are going to be at that gig? Are you Italian all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm going to be at the gig, gig. And Not only that, the John. I'm going to invite my neighbors. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Everybody, come on out. I mean, right it's, uh, it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a good time. But um, And then... Uh, our friends, uh, they've been working on their addition for six months, right? Their kitchen isn't done yet. So they're, they might be having their Christmas Eve, their family Christmas Eve at our house. And then we're doing <laughs> Christmas for our family at our house. Nice. So double dose to both. Day. My kids are ecstatic, but they don't do any work. They don't help. They don't Put them do to work. shit. They don't do. See, my wife, she doesn't like to deal with them, you know. And me, it's easier to do it herself. I, than to, right? Yeah. Well, I love it. I love it. I love being the boss. So delegating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Delegate. That's what I said. Just delegate. Follow up. You delegate. You follow up. That's how you get them accountability, That's John. Right. Yeah. Accountability, no doubt. I dig that. So yeah. All right, John. Well, I just did something really exciting. This is a new today. One. Yes, right. Just right now, like within the last five fucking minutes. How about that? A new, a new way to do total talk nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just refreshed. There you go. <laughs> What is what is wrong with you? <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> Let me get to it. All right. So here's what I did. I posted about us recording 289. Yeah. It's happening right now, John. And so while we're recording, I posted three photos <laughs> that I'm going to talk about. So we got the first photo. That's me. <laughs> that's your bathroom. <laughs> that is my that's bathroom. Your fucking bathroom. I could tell by the curtains. That is me in my bathroom, and I took a selfie, John, and I posted it. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. The second picture <laughs> I is... I think you got to keep that look forever. It's from the alumni meet. That is the best picture I've ever seen. Alumni meet. 
And the third pitcher is the new addition to the Lear family, which I will talk Bonk. about. Yes, Bonk. All right, so the first picture, I have some audio Boy, to play, that's John. a great picture of the meat. <laughs> I'm the one in the middle. All right, With so. With the big ass up in the yeah, air? The big You're ass. supposed to be laying flat. No, no, no. You... Hey, dude, man. You don't, you, no. You don't, you don't. This is called the whip start, all right? Oh, whip start. And it Sorry. was so fucking effective, they banned it. Uh, but they grandfathered me in and the guy next to me. See, we're doing the same they start. They grandfathered you too? Yeah, so the the idea is uh, you dive through this little hole. You put your body through this little teeny hole. And if you do that, <laughs> if you do that, then Tell you get... Tell me about you putting your body through the little teeny hole. <laughs> then Would you that get be a, an anus? Then you get a whip. You see, you get yeah. a whip. You get like a kick out of the start. And yeah. it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very sophisticated start, John. Nice. If you knew anything about swimming. <laughs> I, I'm fine not knowing. <laughs> My boss likes to swim, though. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Is he a master swimmer? I don't know. He says he's got to do an hour a day. Uh, he was. Uh, he and I were talking about you today, um, you know, because he's, he's doing the same shit you do. You know, diet and exercise, blah, blah, blah. He's a smoker, and he drinks like... Uh, Every every time we go out, he he has a margarita and a Guinness, margarita Guinness, margarita Guinness, and he has about three each. That's interesting. And he smokes, but he's a runner and he swims, right? Right. And I said to him, I, I said, yeah, my my the guy I do the show with, because he listens to the show every once in a while. Um, I said, yeah, he's giving me the fucking business last week about. You know, giving you the business. I said, the two of you guys, I go, you love to do that shit. The both of you. But get my friend to learn a fucking song. Forget about it. It's the same thing. And he goes, well, you just proved the argument. He, you do what you want to do. And I said, yeah, I don't want to exercise. I think I've made that really clear. (laughs) Who's the friend that you wanted to learn a song? You, me, I yeah. learned two hundred songs, oh, man. You fucking, I learned uh, thirty-two listen, songs in uh, two weeks for I the got, first yeah, gig. And I showed you thirty-two of them. <laughs> you, you learned them at my house with me showing you how to play them. Oh, that's BS. Oh, you liar! You I had liar. to buy a bass myself. We went and bought basses together. You fuck. You didn't show me all yeah, thirty-two. That's Bru- BS. Most of them. Hey, Nonsense. Um, how does that? How does that? Uh, Midnight Oil would go. Uh. <laughs> okay, Scott. Did you learn the song that we said last week? Look. Um, hey, man. Before we start, I gotta apologize right off the <laughs> I bat. I did that like once yeah, or twice every in six week. years. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. Yeah. Rewriting how, uh, history. Give me a couple chords. How does it start again? <laughs> Rewriting yeah. history. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fucking liar. If Rick was here, he'd back me up a hundred percent. You recorded every one of those practices. Yeah. If that was true, you'd be able to show me a hundred <laughs> examples of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you give me the first three cards? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Was more whiskey? Yeah. Okay. All right, John. So, the first photo, I had a very nice. Uh, you know the whole November thing yeah. where you're not sp- you're supposed to not shave. Home November. Yeah. The whole home November thing. <laughs> so I had this really nice goatee, <laughs> and I said, "You got to make that stupid face, though." Yes, I, I, I do. 
<laughs> so I, I went and I talked. You got to keep that. Look, I don't know why you got rid of it. I'll tell you why. <laughs> but let me tell you this first. So I'm talking to my son and I'm like, hey, I'm thinking yeah. of, thinking of shaving. I want to get rid of this right here. And I was like covering it with my hands. Yeah. Oh, my God, Dad, do that. That would be so awesome. You got to do that. So I did it. And so then uh, I'm hanging out at the house. Oh, and this was, I did this yesterday. So I had a basketball game last night. So I was going to go play basketball looking like this. Like John Holmes. <laughs> yes. Um, but the the other team was the worst team in the league. We're the best team in the league. So they're like, yeah, we forfeit. We'd rather just what, go home and watch the Bears game. So I didn't have a basketball game. But my daughter came home. And I managed to record this, John. This is my daughter's reaction to seeing my facial hair. I didn't capture, like, the initial reaction. Like, she had this initial reaction. Yeah. I was holding my phone. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I got to record this. So I found the recorder. I hit the record button, and then I asked her, "What? what's wrong? What do you mean? And here's how she reacted. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Show? I hope I have the right audio file because I did not name them. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Playing the audio what's file. What's wrong with my face? Everything. Save it. <laughs> you don't like it? All right, I'll get rid of it. But I, I want um, mom to see it. I'll keep it until she gets home, and then I'll get rid of it. What if she likes it? She's gonna hate it. What if she She's loves it? She it. might love it. She's going to hate it. We'll see. Yeah. What's wrong with my face? Oh, hold on. <laughs> what is wrong with my face? <laughs> what is wrong with my face? What is wrong with my face? So later, Emma called me a gay lumberjack. She said that's what I looked like, a gay lumberjack. She's not very tolerant. That's That is not very rude. tolerant. It is rude, isn't it? Um and I noticed how she punches you and she's what, very physical. What, do you, my daughter doesn't do that. <laughs> my daughter's very physical. My kids are very respectful. <laughs> what what lines have you drawn for your children? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Oh, no, John. Yeah. She knows uh -huh. when she's out of line. Yeah. I let her know. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Stop <laughs> punching me. Okay, I'm going to sit over here then. <laughs> she's right. You are a gay lumberjack. <laughs> All right. So. Stop hitting me. That is the first photo I posted. This? That is the audio file for the first photo that I posted, John. Second photo that I posted. Now, not that I have anything against gay lumberjacks, and I of course maybe, not. Maybe there There's are nothing some wrong with that. Cool gay lumberjacks, but <laughs> what you? What, what, I don't know what you are. Maybe it's not a. It's gay anything. It's, it's sissy. Maybe you're just a big fucking sissy. What is that? That could Will be. You stop hitting me. <laughs> I'm gonna sit over here. I never. And why do you got another fucking dog? You're narrating something. Yeah. I just got up and moved. I didn't announce yeah. that I was moving. So you're narrating right. that part because well, it's a radio it's show. A radio I show. Uh, I'm gonna go up and say. I get, but it was your voice in your head. I'm I'm doing the voice in your head. 
I'm going to sit over here. Yes, because when I do my own voice, I sound like Popeye. <laughs> yes. Ooh, olive oil. I, 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 I. We're taking the pictures in order, John. Yes. All right, so the second photo is me swimming at the alumni meet. Oh, I'm counting from the bottom up. Leiden. At, at the Leiden alumni meet. So they have this alumni meet, and it's yeah. to um, uh, get money for the swim program. Now, your lovely wife went to East Leiden. So I show up with her, and we're trying to figure out who I'm going to be because <laughs> we, they, fig- we already <laughs> figured out who you were going to be. They, you know, if I'm not a Leiden alumni, they might not let me swim. So we had to come up with a story because <laughs> we didn't know. What happened to the picture? You took it off. What, which one? The one with the mustache. I didn't. It's That's, gone. Why? I just refreshed. I'm going to refresh right now. It's still there. Refresh again. All right. So we show up. It's gone. I talked to Beth. It's still there. I'm looking at it right now. A refresh. Refresh again. I refresh. I still see it. I refresh. I don't know what you're I talking don't about. I see it. The picture of your mustache? Yes. It's still it's there. Gone. No, it's not. <laughs> you liar. So we show up. And I could either be your gay brother-in-law or... I already have one of those. Yes, but I was going to be him. The other one? Because I could pull that off, John. Oh. (laughs) Uh, But you and Beth came up with an idea. What was your idea? That's what I was. I was your half-brother. Yeah. (laughs) This is my husband's (laughs) half-brother. (laughs) <laughs> we just found out about him. <laughs> it's my half brother. Right. So I was Scott Bonk dash Bonk <laughs> hyphenated. And they spelled your name wrong too. Yeah. Um and she's introducing me to everybody because she knows everybody, right? So they're hey. <laughs> When this, did you swim? What year? This did you is swim? my ex-husband's lifetime partner, <laughs> alternative partner. No, no, yeah. I was the. I was. That's the what she was gonna say. Oh, this is her ex-husband's ex-husband's. I didn't hear that story. Partner. I didn't hear that. Well, one. that's what we cooked up. But then she's like, "No, I can't say that." I see. So I was your <laughs> half brother. So she starts introducing because she knows everybody, and so these. Yeah, um, she's the mayor. You should see her around town here. <laughs> There's like 65 swimmers showed up to yeah. this thing. Uh, and we got there early. So I'm meeting all these people, and they're, hey, so when did you swim? Oh, I was uh, 82, 82. Oh, so you were Coach Brown. Well, no, actually, I swam at Maine West. <laughs> oh, and the, yeah. There's like this, they, like they threw up in their mouth Ugh. or something. <laughs> what? And then they didn't want anything to do with me after that. Uh. <laughs> what was that, man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's it. But I swam four events. Did very well, John. Very well. Yeah, but you didn't beat the guy. I didn't beat the guy, though. Well, I before I got there, I looked up at the record board, and there's these two guys. One guy's name is Cook. One guy's name is Green. And they have all the records from, like, 85. Since the 80s. Since the 80s. Nobody's broken them. 
And so I figure, hey, th- if these guys don't show up, I'm going to do pretty well. Both these guys show up, right? Yeah. Uh, so the 50 fly is the first event I did. Uh, and the guy who held the record, uh, yeah, he touched me out by a good second and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Because uh, he's uh, there's this whole big uh, dramatic entrance for him. Yeah. It's very cool. But the guy who had... Did he come out like in the big... It's tails and top hat, all no, red, no. white, and blue. No, he came out in a speedo. Oh, but he was—it was delayed. So there was a uh, a lot of swimmers, and then a big crowd. There was a big crowd, and they announced—you know—they announced each swimmer in each lane. And when they got to him, he wasn't there, and the crowd kind of went silent. All the murmuring stopped. Oh. They're like, "Where is he? Where's the? Where's the dude?" And then he emerged out of the crowd, and they erupted. And I was on the block, and I'm thinking, I think I lost the race because I thought, well, if I beat this guy, it's gonna it's gonna break everybody's heart, so I'll let him win. <laughs> Subconsciously, I let him win. That was see, nice, John? Of you. That was yeah. nice of me. But I came back in the uh, hundred free and did very well. And I uh, in the IM, which is the individual medley, John. Yeah, I touched out the record holder from 86 in IM. How about that? Nice. Oh, and IM, the standard procedure. Swimmers, take your mark. Boop. And then there's this beep, right? Yeah. So in IM, swimmers take... Hold on. Boop. So when the guy said swimmers and he stopped, I stood up. Because I thought, you know, there was something wrong. <laughs> and then, uh, and I'm like, what? Wait. And every, I was like two seconds behind everybody. It already. <laughs> everybody had already left. Like, Come on, man. Get your shit together. I don't know if the mic cut out or what, but I stood up. <laughs> what? It's out of sight. But it was awesome, and they do this every year. So since I stopped doing triathlons, I, I go to the pool. I still like to swim, but I, you know, I'll do 1,500, 2,000 yards. I do freestyle. If I train for this thing, oh, forget about it. Forget about it, John. So I'm looking forward to that. Not only that, uh, your lovely wife said, I know the athletic director at Maine West. And I'm going to suggest this to him for a fundraising event. Yeah. So there might be an alumni meet back at my alma mater. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a living legend there. (laughs) You you got like one. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You got one record. And I think it's already was beaten like the day after, wasn't it? It was. But here's the important part of the living legend uh, thing. Two important parts. One is, uh, we used to have alumni meets, not for any charity or anything, but they used to have alumni meets so the freshman swimmers coming in would know what a swim meet, what is the expectation of them. So they'd actually go through this process and know what to expect, where to be, when to be there, what to do, those types of things. So for 20 years, I swam in these alumni meets after high school. Never lost a race, John. Yeah. Never. So this, Living could, legend. this hurt you? Uh, and not too bad. Not too much. 
You should have heard you talking about it at lunch, man. You were just like, hey, man, so if if I train a 1,000 hours next year, man. I never mentioned a 1,000 Whatever it was, a 1,000 <laughs> miles or I laps didn't mention or any something of that. like that. I said if I train. I'm going to be ready. In the specific strokes, John. <laughs> strokes. Because I just swim freestyle. I don't swim the yeah. specialty strokes, John. Yes. So if I train for it, forget about it next year. Forget about all that stuff. Forget about it. Uh, and so the other part of the living legend is when I first got married, my wife and I were at uh, the RecPlex. We were members of the RecPlex, right? So one of the first things my wife received with my name, her name, my last name, was this pass. So we'd go swimming together. And I, I, you gotta go to the pool, and you gotta show them your pass to get in the pool. Right. So I showed my pass. I got in the pool. She shows up, shows her pass, and the girls at the that were working there were like, "Wait a minute, do you know Scott Bonk?" And she's like, "Well, yeah, he's my husband." Oh my God, he's a living legend. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Oh, right my on. God. <laughs> he's a living legend. That's right, John. I He's a living legend because he's married. We thought he was gay all these years. <laughs> Is that why? Yes. I could be a living legend for that? Yeah. All right, so I guess there's you, two you, things you, I'm a living you, legend you for. You hit it well. Yes. What was that? I don't know. Is something uh, wrong with the mic? <laughs> so the alumni meet was a lot of fun. A lot of fun, John. Out of sight. It was out of sight. Next picture. Next picture. <laughs> I have audio for the next picture. Next picture. So on the Friday after Thanksgiving, my daughter set up an appointment to see this dog. So we've gotten dogs from right way rescue before yes yes so i'm thinking yeah we're not getting the goddamn dog <laughs> and i show yeah, up yeah okay just like will you stop hitting me <laughs> we see i'm this. gonna move over here <laughs> we're not getting a goddamn dog i'll tell you right now <laughs> yeah I so see. we show up and here's here's the issue and not the issue but here's the what i realized and you're not going to see Hoodie Allen. <laughs> what I realized about myself. God darn it. Is I, there are, and this is true for everybody. There's two things that drive everybody. Emotion and logic. <laughs> and emotion overrules logic in this case. <laughs> so we look at this dog and the dog is fucking awesome. And it's a great dog. And, and then I have this 45 minute conversation with my daughter <laughs> And we got to fill out paperwork, and I'm I'm trying to give her every way out of this. You can hear my dog in the background. <laughs> Barks we end up taking the now. dog home, Ugh. and I get home and I walk in the door, and the second I walked in the door, I regretted this decision. <laughs> like what the fuck? I don't even want the dog I have now. Why do I have another You're dog? So dumb. I'm dumb. Emotions overruling the yeah. the logic. Part of my brain, yeah, John. and you said it to me as we're sitting down to see Polar Express, and I show my kids, and my daughter loses it. 
Oh, you see, they got a puppy. Why can't they get a puppy? <laughs> and I'm like, remember the last dog we had? That's why. You want our dog to chomp this little puppy into a million pieces? Yeah, so, but Emma's been great. She's, um, the dog is uh, really doing well with the crate training. She's been great with, uh, uh, the dog sleeps through the night now. But the first week we had the dog, it didn't (laughs) sleep through the night, and she was taking care of that. Uh, Just really. What was that like? It was fine. It was not a big deal. You don't want to play the audio of. Oh, I, of I will the play the audio. So here's I have audio. This is when I'm like, "What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong?" With, I I haven't slept. When I saw you Friday. Yeah. So I relieved her. So she did the Everybody whole. Everybody was looking at you like, "What are you okay? She you did look the whole... <laughs> so gaunt and withdrawn." Well, here's the deal. She she did the whole week, and I said, "Hey, I'm I'm playing basketball. I have to get up at five a.m. anyway, so I'll take care of the dog tonight. You get some rest because she was getting kind of exhausted. Uh, so I I did the puppy detail uh, Wednesday night, played basketball Thursday morning. And then never really caught up. And then Friday was a, like a train wreck for me. But here's, this is, so it's a puppy. So we have to try to get home at lunch to let the dog out, right? Because they <laughs> right. can't last all day, right? right? So I show, I come home for lunch and I walk in the door. And this is, this is what I hear when I walk in the door. Are you ready for this, John? Yeah. yeah. You ready? Yeah, so that goes on for a while. Um, now the good news is that only lasted really a week. Now she, we throw her in the crate and she's fine. She's like, "Yeah, I'm cool with this. I have no problem being in my no crate. Problem. It's like my den, you know. Yeah, it's like my den. So it's a Norfolk Terrier mix. So we know the mom's a Norfolk Terrier. We do not know what the dad is. So this dog can be anywhere from 15 pounds to like 40 pounds." Now our neighbors who are coming to the gig saw the this litter of puppies and they wanted to get one for their mother for Christmas. And that's my out. So every day I come home and I ask, do we still want this dog? <laughs> because all right, we can give it to our neighbors and they'll give it to their mother for Christmas. It's a really great dog so far, but we don't know what it's going to be. I would like a 15-pound dog. Yeah. It's probably going to be like 80 pounds. Well, the paws are kind of small. I don't think it's going to be that yeah, big. Yeah, they are really small. Yeah, it's Very not going to be. It ain't going to be that big. Probably maybe 25-pound dog. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want dogs. I'm like, let's get rid of this other dog. I'm going to get rid of all of them. You big baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If it makes you happy, will you stop punching me? Ouch. 
<laughs> sound like fucking E.T. Ouch. Elliot. I never made those noises. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. With me, you're like, hey, man. Your daughter. Stop it. Stop it. Don't punch me. You're hurting me. Hurting God me. You do that. Ask my son. <laughs> you're hurting me. Come on. I want to go chop some wood. <laughs> my facial hair. Stop it. Do you like my new mustache? <laughs> Oh my God. What has happened to you, my friend? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, but get this, man. In what? Less than six months? Yeah. December, January, March. Yeah. Less than six months. Big milestone for you and me, John. What's that? 50, man. Oh, yeah. 50. Yeah, you look like you're 25. I look like I'm 64. I don't look like I'm 25, John. That's ridiculous. Sure you do. I'm like 28. Ugh. Ugh. My my back is in such bad shape. I wake up every <laughs> I get up every morning. We got a cleaning lady, you know. She comes once every two weeks. Because um, we're very busy career people, my wife and I. And uh, she does a great job, but she... she she uses like that Murphy's oil soap on the hardwood floor. And uh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Plug back in the laptop. You yourself. I had to move from the Android to the laptop. Uh, so uh, I wake up in the middle of the night to take a piss almost every every night. And uh, the other night I, I got up and I was wearing socks. Whoop. <laughs> And I, I caught myself. I almost went down on the floor. Um, but I caught myself. But ugh, I wrenched my fucking back. Something fierce. Oh, that's the other story I forgot to tell you. This medication my doctor's got me on for blood pressure. It gives me the worst fucking nightmares ever I've ever had. I had a really bad nightmare the other night. Really bad. What are your nightmares like? Are they like graphic novels? Uh n- n- no, they're they're very they're very real. I mean, they're very vivid, very real feeling. So what like, are the circumstances? They could vary. I mean, you're in um uh What do I do? Well, I mean, it'll be like a typical situation. We'll be doing the show and a fucking tornado will come through. Uh, or a and, T-Rex or something. And shit's just like flying <laughs> everywhere. But everything looks so normal. Like everything seems normal. Our interactions are normal. It's not like one of those nightmares where you're trying to run and you can't get away. We're getting away, but it's still coming, you know. And then it's into the next one and the next one. But the the weirdest thing happened to me this past Saturday night. I went to bed. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning. Now, how I woke up was my wife had been out doing some sort of... I went to a birthday party, and she went to uh, some... She did some uh, a charity thing during the day, and then she went to, like, an ornament exchange and drinking and all this stuff. 
And I went to bed about, I don't know, midnight. And she must have come to bed at some time after. And um, uh, I had this dream that I was getting up out of bed, just getting up, just standing up and walking out of the bed. And something grabbed me like my wife did by the shirt and dragged me back into the bed. And I couldn't move. And then all of a sudden, I felt this electric shock through my whole body, from my head down to my feet. I mean, zap like that. And it just woke me up and shook me to my fucking soul, man. And I could not go back. I was afraid to go back to sleep. I was up till 6 a.m., and I finally went back to sleep. Uh, I mean, I, I, I went and watched a movie. I went and watched The Color of Money with Burt Re- uh, Reynolds, uh, Paul Newman, and Tom Cruise. I haven't had a nightmare like that since I was like 12. Oh, fuck, Where you're dude. afraid to go back to sleep. I was. I my, my goddamn blood pressure was through the roof. But the problem was my heart rate was like 48. It was really slow. And... Um, so I switched it up. I take that drug in the morning now and my other one at night that doesn't do anything but give me a headache. Well, my so. nightmares, uh, I, I'm not afraid of going back to sleep, but when I wake up, I'm so relieved. Like, whew, yeah, that was just a dream. It was only a dream. Yeah. And then it's like I get a new start. It's a new start. Ah, that was only a dream. So awesome. I started, you know, you Google uh, the Atenolol, you know, and I reading these fucking horror stories of people that have like schizophrenia now and stuff off of this drug. Uh, this person said. Uh, They've had the normal weaning side effects, anxiety, panic attacks, adrenaline surges, racing heart rate, because they went off of it because they were having nightmares. Uh, just on a little bit of it, like, like half the dose I have, they were having horrible insomnia, nightmares, vivid dreaming, in which I seem to be almost awake through the process and some horrifying nightmares. That's exactly what mine was like. Like I was awake the whole time. It was. It's the weirdest fucking shit. And I mean, it's like the the, the dreams are are people that I I normally interact with. You know, normally throughout my whole day. It wasn't like any certain subject from that day. It's somebody randomly that I've was talking about the bears with uh that I see at work, you know. Crazy. I mean just fucking crazy ass shit. I've never felt anything like that before. Especially that dragging me back down onto the bed where uh I I couldn't move and then uh, like this zap through my whole body, like a massive tingling from my skull down to my toes. Skull. Yeah. Yeah. So are you still taking this thing? Yeah. But I take it in the morning now. So you don't have that problem because you switched up the timing. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, this person says, uh, I had all kinds of nerve responses, pins and needles, lots of hypnic jerks falling asleep, random and frequent twitches, migraine headaches. It would feel like the nerves in my chest, head, necks, and arms, and hands were quivering. When I would lay down at night, I still get occasional pins and needles, but the rest of the nerve issues have pretty much resolved on their own over the past several weeks. I just, like, it was like reading my own little horror story, reading all this shit, because I've never, I've never had anything like a drug interaction like that before. Um, but now it just makes me a little tired in the morning. I just don't like the slow heart rate. That, that thing kind of bugs me. Yeah. Hey, what version of Let It Snow is this? Who is this? This is, uh, Bing. Bing? Yeah. I like Dean Martin's better. Yeah. Just a personal preference, Let John. Let It Snow. One of my, snow. <laughs> one of my favorite Christmas songs. Rudy. Come yeah. on, man. Are you are you slagging Dean? No, no. I love the Dean. I love the Dean Martin. No doubt. It's probably on here, too. I'm playing it because tis the season. That's right, John. Tis the season. Oh, no. Maybe this isn't. Who is this? It sounds like Frank Sinatra. Maybe they're switching off. I think, think you're it's right. a Bing and a Frank. Bing and a Frank. It's a Frank and a Bing. A Frank and a Bing version. Yeah, maybe. You know, when I was watching uh, Home Alone boo, 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 boo. before we started the show, John. Yeah. One of the little trivia things came up, and it said, "You know what the highest, uh, uh, the most selling single of all time is?" No. Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Wow. Yeah, that, I'm not too surprised. I was surprised by that. Really? Yeah. Single of all time. Of all, all time. time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is Frank. I got a great uh, CD, the Rat Pack Christmas. It's uh, all those those clowns. Um, yeah, here's the one. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Of a Christmas. Hey, Who's you know this? what we're doing? What are we doing? Uh, this is the Drifters, I think. Drifters, that's right. Um, we're going to do the uh, the Silver Bells tune. On December 20th. Yeah. Silver Bells. Nice. We're doing the catheter version. The catheter version, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, if we talk about the top three favorite Christmas songs... Catheter version of Silver Bells is up there for me. It's out of sight. You got it? You got it handy? Or are we going to save it for um, next show? Yeah, that's no, not it. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, not it. That is, that is not it, Scott. And my daughter, when we listen to 93.9, and they do, yeah. um, what's the one that uh, Kangaroo Court used to do? Oh, um, yeah, I know. What you're... Do you hear what I hear? Yeah. What is that one? What is it called? Do you hear what I hear? Is that what, <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> so yeah, there's these I'm other versions sure. they play on 93.9, and my daughter really likes that song, and I'm like, oh, that's these are nothing. These are nothing. 
and I have I, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I got to fire up my old brick of an iPod <laughs> that I have this version on, so I can play it for her because that is the kick-ass version of "Do You Hear What I Hear." In my opinion, John. Yeah. This one, yeah, yeah. Said the night went to the little lamb. Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the trees, little lamb. Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song, high above the trees. Little voice as big as the sea. Little voice as big as the sea. John. No doubt, man. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's play this and then we'll. Yes.
We don't, we don't need to rehearse it. <laughs> and that's Zach. it man that's the one right there that's, that's it, the one man. that's the one that guitar sound is fucking awesome the whole thing is awesome to me yeah Even the I wish forgetting we... of the words and the in the intro where yeah. you couldn't get your shit together <laughs> we don't need to rehearse it no we didn't we didn't need to rehearse it yeah those are some good times we play that every year how many years we've been doing this since 2004 <laughs> almost 10 years 10 years john we almost made it to episode 300 how the fuck 10 years 10 years, ten ten years. fucking years and and there's other people been doing it uh just as long you got punky you got mediocre show that's it it's <laughs> just us um, three Air out my shorts. Air out my shorts. Yeah, but they don't do it that much, do they? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Of all of us, I think Mediocre Show does like two a week, right? Yeah, so they, they're, they're on episode. Like, they're on live. 800 on, or something. Yeah, they got. Eric Tomorrow's rolled some big cash out for his setup, man. They got monitors and all kinds of shit going on. Don't forget Red Bar Radio. Are they still around? Oh, are they still Red around? Red Bar Radio? I don't know. <laughs> we need to search the interwebs right now. Uh, unable to connect to the internet. What the fuck is that? I don't get that. I get the. Uh, I get that they've been around since 2003. John Red yeah. Bar Radio. They got a kick-ass website too. 
Do Red they? Bar live in Los Angeles. How about that? Oh, they're in Los Angeles now? Wow. They're still asking for donations. What is that? Donate. The hell am I clicking here? They got a really kick-ass website, I tell you that. Yeah. Established 2003, John. 2003. Click to buy tickets. Oh, so they're actually, yeah, well, this guy's always wanted to be on the radio, I think. They went to London, John. London. Nice. Red Bar Listener Tattoos. Uh, All about the stupid internet radio show. Yeah, it's not for me. I I don't like it at all, but uh, he seems to have a following. Yeah. They got a CD. Well, I haven't listened in a long time. I haven't listened in about five years, so I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the things we used to do is is play clips from other yeah, podcasts make fun and of make them. fun of them. So maybe we'll have to <laughs> now bring that play back. they ours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to these dumb fucks. They haven't done shit. They don't even have a website. Look at this thing. Oh, that's right, John. We don't have a web. We do have one, but it doesn't function appropriately. Right. Now, we set some goals. What were our goals? My goal was to give us that new website, which is in development, and move it to production, John. <laughs> move it to production. Isn't I haven't there an done easy that yet. one like this? I mean, there's there's ones that just like... Yeah, they're, they're already made for yeah, you. You yeah. just put in your graphics and you're done. Yeah, well, that's... Pretty much what I did, but then when I went to move it to production, it's like, oh, you can't overwrite all these tables because you're going to get... And I'm like, I don't give a shit, so I'm just going to take that approach. I'm just going to write over everything that we've already had because it doesn't work anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, let's, uh, let's see if we can play the latest... What is this? Episodes. Let's... Just get a little sampling of Red Bar Radio, see if they've changed it all. Uh, they did a marathon show on November 2nd. Uh, let's see. What's the latest? They did something on 12-1. I think that's the latest. Let's uh, click on that and see what happens there, John. This is 12-1 Part 1 Red Bar Radio Live. Hey, come on, anytime now. Anytime. While we're young. Here we go. America. Wow. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. So they get their own it's the thing. Red Bar Show from Jingle. Chicago. Joining me today, Cameron Malik Hello. and Sven Stuffel. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, already I'm irritated because he's got like this radio <laughs> affectation, this inflection in his voice. Hey, it's me, Mike D from Chicago, everybody. <laughs> he's doing his man cow <laughs> impression. Oh, great laugh. And, uh, I got to do this. Sven doesn't know we're doing this, but Sven Week officially starts now. Uh, I can't fucking handle it. I can't handle <laughs> two fucking minutes of this show. <laughs> two minutes? You hey, can't even handle 30 Shred seconds. Shred Week officially starts now. now. <laughs> oh, my God. How do people listen to this? 
I have a theory. They do. My theory is he won the lottery, right? And he makes this whole shit up. It's like a <laughs> fantasy of his. He really doesn't have any listeners. <laughs> he just has a really kick-ass website. And it's all no, a fantasy. No, he's got fans, I'm sure. Really? But... Who can listen? Let's try to listen. He's got the barmy. Let's try to listen. The red barmy. It is Fen Week, and uh, we're opening Fen Week with a wonderful... What a beer. Uh, uh, ...premiere this evening. A lot of people uh, have been looking forward to this. We will be premiering the Othi Schwering Show, Episode 2! Yes. Sven, uh, no one is more excited than you yes, to... Yes, I have to say, the Othi Schwering Show is the I favorite. don't get it. Is my favorite show of all. Well, you probably yeah, got a little listen. drunk. We're a little sauced no, out. No. We had a lot of barbecue. Uh, Cameron, you actually had a problem with uh, the term Sven Week. Yeah, why can't it be Cameron Week? Well, it's all. <laughs> oh, this is this is your theme song. Yeah. Oh, okay. I made no, I, I like her. I no, really he don't get it. I don't get it at all. <laughs> it's like you haven't listened. <laughs> It's like an Adam Sandler movie to me. Oh, There's like no the thought goes into this. You do it right here. Let's just say here nonsense and play bullshit. Ours either. Here we go. You know, do I gotta control the pots when you're you're playing it? It's really difficult. What do you mean? <laughs> well, it's so loud, you could at least ride your own fader out there. Uh, we're not playing the whole thing. It's two minutes and thirty-seven seconds. So you you guys have been planning this? Uh, no. <laughs> this is really weird. No. It was a great bit. <laughs> Somebody See, says I have I'm no a fan fucking idea so what they're Thank talking you. about. Welcome to the Red Bar show. Well, it's like the, the opening of Cloverfield. Um, I don't give Sven, a shit uh, you just got about in a what they're talking ago. about. They got yes, listeners I, uh, that do tattoos, man. They got fans. In a train for four hours. I think they're homeless people that they pay. In Chicago with a black guy. What do you think of America so far? Uh... Well, not your cup of tea. It's a living. <laughs> it's a living. That is Sven's catchphrase yep. for the week. It's a living. I'm stuffed, man. I got to tell you, I am like, I feel like they're soft. I'm just full. Yeah, well, we ate a bunch of meat. We went to a smoke barbecue, and uh, we're pretty full, but tonight we is going to be an easy one for us because we're going to get to sit back, relax, and enjoy episode two of the Oathy Schwerin Show. Something okay. like that's the second reference to that fucking show. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> There's no context. They play uh, bullshit sound. We play bullshit sound effects, but they have, <laughs> but they're in context with what we're talking about. I, I don't fucking understand this. I don't get it at all. Yes, but I think Mike D wears the same headphones we do. So I gotta resp- I gotta give him props there. We gotta give him props there, but we're changing our headphones, John, because we're gonna go with the. No, I I won't. I will never. I'll never use those skull candies for broadcasting. Ah, I see. So the skull candies are for what? They're for your just iPod. For listening to music. And... Listening to music. So you're always yeah. gonna stick with the Sony. Oh yeah. For the broadcasting aspect of the show. All right, very good. Yeah, my MDR seventy five oh sixes are the mainstay. I have like four pairs of them. I fucking love them. I love these headphones. It, the problem is it's a curly cord, so it's you can't really, like, take them anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. It's a fucking curly cord. The but, curly yeah, the Skull Candy Crushers, cord. I got to tell you, those things are insane. For listening to music. Yeah. And they're battery-powered as well. Yeah, they you got a little power amp built into the into the headphones. 
They do got a kick-ass website, though, don't they? Can can you steal it? Can you just steal the code <laughs> and then just put our name on there? <laughs> and join the TTN army? No. They, they got the barmy. We, we got to do cartoons of our faces, too. I could do that. I drew a picture of you once. You did? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. I posted it. Where? I don't know. On, on the, the Facebook? Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> on the Facebook? <laughs> yeah, on the Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's there somewhere. Yeah, so they did this five-part marathon show. It's five hours. That's nothing, John. We crank out three hours in our sleep. Yeah. And we don't call it a marathon show. It's just typical, John. We call it typical. Typical. Hey, maybe we need to start talking like this, John. What do you think? (laughs) Maybe we'll get more listeners. (laughs) We don't do marathon shows. We do typical shows, John. We got like 12 listeners. That's all we need, right? That is not correct, John. No, we got, I, I think we like sold. like 17 like, now. We might have sold nine t-shirts. <laughs> they got people inking their skin. Nobody puts our little kangaroo head on their bodies. I'd be fascinated to talk to a Red Bar Radio listener. Question them. Yeah. Interview them. What is it? What is it? Because to me, I don't. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of things, John. I it's don't like get... the morning zoo, Scott. <laughs> yeah, but you can. Well, I guess they don't even have that anymore on the radio because they're no they're radio's really isn't, dead. This radio's is dead. this is really the new media right here. And and those guys, they do it live. They do video chats. Um. So if you're if you were into the morning zoo, which was a big deal, I mean, yeah. it, when radio when it was on the radio, they had a lot of listeners. Uh, so there's a. I, a, I mean, I got to give them some props. They put a lot more work into theirs than we do in ours. <laughs> we show up and hit the record yeah. button. That's what we do. Uh, but I I just don't get the. Uh, but now as we're talking through it, there's so this is this uh, void in zoo radio. Morning Zoo Radio and Red Bar fills that. Yeah. And I never got and into plus that. Plus, their shows are live. We, you know, that's the other appeal of Mediocre Show. They do a live show every Wednesday. Yeah, but it's, you can't, I don't think you could just say, oh, it's a live show. I mean, if it's a shit show, it's still a shit show, right? If it's well, live I or think, it's recorded. I think we, if we started doing live shows, um, uh, it would be a different story. You think so? Yeah. We can make that happen, John. Get that new website together. <laughs> <laughs> we got to start doing some, you know, videos and live feeds and all that stuff. I think I started us off on the right foot today, John, by posting pictures of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I mean, that is... <laughs> of your dog. That your... is a step in the right direction, Dumb John. mustache. Dumb no, it's super cool, very, man. Super cool. It's very super cool. Super fucking cool. I mean, the Mediocre Show has blankets. We don't even have blankets. Blankets? Yeah, they're selling blankets now. 
You can buy a mediocre show blanket to Plus, stay like warm. If we had uh, uh, Mike from Red Bar, and we interviewed him. The first question I'd have is, why do you have a fucking donate button? Because can't you sell shit, merchandise shit, but you still want people to donate? I don't know. Well, Maybe I he's mean, got a different philosophy about I, I that. Think, I think donation sometimes is uh, is basically telling, asking your fans, hey, you know, if you like the show, uh, donate some money to it, whatever you think you it deserves, as opposed to saying, here, pay, you know, 100 bucks a year. Or what, is, what does Steve Dahl do? He's like $99 a year or something. Subscription-based. But he does like a show every day. Every day. What else has he got to do? We got shit to do, John. Of course, if we had um, how many subscribers would we need? We could do this every day. 10,000, you got a million. 10,000 subscribers, you got a million dollars for the year? Yeah. All right. So that should be our goal. (laughs) (laughs) We can do this every day. Yeah. Honey, I have to go to work. I got to go to John's house. Well, and let me tell you, you something. Can you imagine the let me business tell you expenses we'd have? If if it came to that, I would tell you this right now. My, we would not be doing it at my house, first of all. Second of all. Right, because we'd have the expense yes, to get in. Uh, we'd have a proper studio. Um, it, it would probably be just like we had before. Uh, one single room, you know, uh, with uh, soundproofed and... With a bathroom and a fridge. Yes. Um, yeah, because, you know, then you can bring people, anybody you want, to the place like that. Right. Um, you I got to like, blindfold them yeah. first. Or you know? even even if I converted my garage, I don't want to bring people in the house, though. You know, my wife's sitting there in her pajamas. and <laughs> Right, but we would be doing it every day. And savory people We would do it by. every day. Yes. I would just show up. Yeah. During you the wouldn't day. have to go to work anymore. Do you imagine how much less stressful oh, your life would tell be? Tell me about it. Oh, it'd be so beautiful. And we'd never run out of shit to talk about. I don't know. I don't know how many times I, I we go to the I go to the uh fat mustards and th- that could be a show right there. It's like a fucking comedy show. <laughs> the remote. It's at the Fat, fat Mustards. Mustards. Yeah. Just Nick and Steve. The Nick and Steve show. <laughs> yeah, we would have them as guests every once in a while. <laughs> Talk about Vegas. Pay them a stipend <laughs> from our petty cash. Because it would be a business. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a way to do it. I mean... We should, do you think should we just risk it and and charge <laughs> With 90, our 17 listeners? 99 should cents we risk a podcast <laughs> on iTunes? I hey, know. if you want to listen to our show, it's 99 cents. No, we got more than that. We got about a thousand, don't we? We got more than that. But it's the whole subscription based yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we got to figure out uh, what we can offer that uh, people would want to pay for. What would that be? I have some ideas. We can talk about What is it? Online. Is it 1,000 downloads a month or is it 1,000 a show? I can't remember. Oh, what was that? Oh, it's like a, I don't know. Boo-doo. It's like 1,000 a show. 
More than that. It's more than that. So that's a grand a show. That's four grand a month. It's forty-eight thousand a year. That pays all expenses, everything. Not to do it every day. No, but one if you if you charge ninety-nine cents like a song per episode. I mean, a song is three minutes. We're giving you two hours for ninety-nine cents. A yeah, week. but a song you can listen to over and over ad nauseum. You can listen to our show over and over ad nauseum. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's two hours for 99 cents a week. $4 a month times a 1000 Yeah, but if we did it every day, then I could see. Would I want to listen to those guys every day? Every day. Yeah, but could you, could you imagine for 48000 a year, that would pay for a studio, proper equipment, uh, all the expenses, uh, T-shirts, buttons, bumper stickers. What are you doing? <laughs> That's me. I will mute my <laughs> what the fuck? laptop. I, I got a lot of shit going I on over I'm going to give you here. a sub-mixer out there because <laughs> you can't be trusted on your own. Uh yeah, that's that's proper expense money, and uh you know uh, that would pay for a trip, pay for prize money too or prizes. We have prizes. We just are too we lazy to ship them. Ship them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we got in the prize closet now? We got this really cool TTN clock that doesn't work. It's perpetually, it says 840. It's it's stuck on 840. So it's correct twice a day. Yeah. Didn't somebody win that? <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember who. <laughs> we never sent it out. Anyway. Well, that's uh, the other thing. If we did earn money, we'd have to get a goddamn intern, right? Right. They'd need to index our shows. They would need to archive all the old shit because uh, we'd have the most kick-ass podcasting website on the fucking planet. And they would handle all this stuff for us. Like, if we come up with contests, they would actually mail the prize to the person who won. Right. So I don't have time for Which that. Which I don't think would be a problem. Of course, if we were doing this full-time... Full time. Yeah. I think we can handle that. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt, Chuck. You think people would listen to us every day? Why wouldn't they? Four days a week, five days a week. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> would they, the question is, would they pay to listen to us every right. day? That's the question. Here's what you get uh, with the, the Steve Dahl Network. Imagine Steve Dahl uncensored with no interruptions from traffic and weather. Just pure, untainted Steve five days a week. Imagine never being lonely during your daily commute or worrying about what to listen to while you you work out. Imagine great entertainment available at your fingertips. Now imagine subscribing to the Steve Dahl Podcast Network. and You can take Steve, Kevin Matthews, and a few. Oh, Kevin Matthews is on there now, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a that's a podcast though. Download so they're not. I don't think they're live. Well, even guys on the radio, um, yeah. Uh, which turns me off to radio is they spend five minutes of every fifteen minute. Well, they don't even talk fifteen minutes. They talk ten minutes and they got five minutes of commercials. But out of that ten minutes, they spend three minutes talking about how you should subscribe to their podcast and get all this other cool stuff. Yeah. It's like just, I don't know what I'd be getting because all you talk about is your podcast. I want some actual content. I want content. See what I'm saying, John? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you, bro. Let's see if we can play some of this. Play some of what? Oh, that's clever. You want to play something from the... Steve Dahl Network, as soon as you hit the play button, it brings up uh, authentication. You got to put in your password, log in. It's genius. It's clever. Clever. You have to have a user account. User. Who needs another goddamn user account to listen? For that alone, (laughs) I'd be like, fuck that, I'm not listening. Oh, they have a section where you could submit music. If you like any of our network shows to consider playing your original music, please click. Maybe we should write a song about our podcast. See? You see? (laughs) (laughs) Is his kid doing something? Yeah. Remember that show? That was a fucking train wreck. (laughs) The Brendan and whatever. Absolutely, Mr. Doll. God, that was awful. Yeah. But what do I know? Apparently, I don't know anything. No. I don't. I can't listen to two minutes of Red Bar Radio. Right. And you can't but finish a website. It's popular. It well, is. I finished it in dev. I well, just hadn't pushed I, I think, it to production. I think if we were more consistent, <laughs> we'd have... We're consistent. We do at least once a at month. At least. At the right. minimum, John. Right. It's right. Right. Oh, uh... I forgot to mention, um, let's see if I can find this. Uh, Rush Limbaugh actually said something. Um, limp balls. He, uh, he said something funny, Scott. Okay. And, and I think maybe he might be onto something. Yeah. I have to I have to wait till it uh shows up here in my email. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's today's date? The 10th. The 10th, right. Are right, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. What do you got? What do you got? Let's see if Is this I can find. It's going to be audio? It. Yeah, it's going to be audio of Rush of Rush Limbaugh. Rush. Um, I I gotta find it here. I gotta find it. Give me give me a moment. Here we go. He might be onto something here, Scott. Uh, so Rush Limbaugh recently. Uh, he's he, he, he talks about uh, 
women's rights or whatever or or uh the liberals being upset with with uh men staring at their boobs but he's got the perfect comeback for a situation like that if you're the woman if if you're the man if and you're you the get man caught, and you get caught staring at a woman's uh, boobs rush knows what to do yes here's here's what he had to say you hear this thing, a bunch of leftists want to try to stop men from looking at women, and you think they can't do that. That's not the point. Whether they can or can't, it will gain momentum. And it may not be for years, but this is who they are. This is this is how inane and inviolate they are of, 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 of basic human nature. It's one of the biggest ways to understand liberal. They just despise human nature and try to alter it and change it and create it because many of them just don't fit in with it in many ways. But there's a way around this, guys. you got to have fun with this kind of stuff, as you know. So let me offer a uh, first suggestion, the first way to deal with this that came into my mind. You find yourself staring, looking at, casually glancing at a woman. But you know that it's now socially taboo. You shouldn't be doing it. And you think everybody is noticing you doing it and, and condemning you in their mind. You shouldn't be doing this. You walk up to the woman and say, would you please ask your breasts to stop staring at my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> try that. It might help. I mean, you don't know till you try it. <laughs> What's so fascinating to me is how... <laughs> I the, think he's on to some. The the consistency, the <laughs> the framing of every thing that he thinks is bullshit in America is a leftist or right. a democratic idea. Um, it's, <laughs> it's amazing to me, John. It's amazing. So, are you going to do that? Are you going to try that? Yeah. Next time yeah. you get caught, you're going to say what now? Let's role play. I'll be the woman. Oh, I'm going to say. Will you please ask your breasts to stop staring at my eyes? It's <laughs> so stupid. That's dumb. That's really? Dumb. Who, would, who would ever say that? <laughs> Apparently, Rush would. So, I love. Yeah. I love how he says the leftists are. Uh, they want to change everything about human nature. I, I don't I don't think that's true at all. I think the right wing the right wingers are more about that, aren't they? Right, with the uh they uh, don't you know, they don't believe in evolution, they don't believe you know, they don't believe uh uh in gay marriage or they believe gay people are it's all sin and it's choice. A basic human human nature. I mean he says this is this is how inane and inviolate they are of basic human nature. The leftists are. Uh, it's one of the biggest ways to understand liberals. They just despise human nature and try to alter it and change it and create it. Yes, but the the thing about people on the right or Rush Limbaugh is that they frame these things in a way that to us doesn't make any sense. So to Rush Limbaugh, human nature is 
staring at a woman's breasts. That's human nature. Which is true, right? That's true, but there's... That's staring at them. I mean, women look no. at women's breasts as much as men do. Yes, but he's saying staring at them. Staring at Sta- them. Even when you the woman looks at you and she knows you're staring How at them. How dare you? Rush Limbaugh's a guy yeah. that says human nature dictates I shall still stare at your breasts. <laughs> even though I know you see me staring at them. So here's what I'm going to say when you catch me. Will you please... Ask your breasts to stop staring at my eyes. Yeah. I sound like Mike D, don't I? When I You do. And and maybe that's the that's there's the something allure. about if we just start talking that way, maybe Scott. <laughs> yes, John. Uh, what a day. How about that swim meet you were in? Oh, it was spectacular. I love John. the way you come to my house and your daughter hits you and you say, Stop it. Stop it! Stop I, I don't me. say that, John. You're imagining that. <laughs> I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> yeah, I think we just start talking uh, like, like that. Like we're on crack all the time. Maybe that's it. We need to do drink some more Monster or something. Or Oxycontin? What was he? Uh, Oxycontin. Tosin? Oxytocin? Oxycontin? Yeah. I just don't get. I just don't get some parts of the uh, of reality. I just don't get it. I was gonna give this Seagram Stone cherry as a gift, but to who? I don't know, Julie or somebody. Yeah, you'd have to give it to a woman. <laughs> Dude, I can't drink anything. It it fucking. I don't know. I get these pains everywhere now. Whoa. Snowing in here. Is it? All right, John. What else you got? Oh, we got a phone call. We got a Let's message. Hear a phone call. We got, we got a, a phone call, John. Hey, John, we got a phone call. We got a call. Why don't you queue up one. that phone call? We Let's got just one. <laughs> <laughs> we have to come up with fake we laughs, we too, right? Well, how can we make fun of this guy? He gets phone calls every single show. They video, and we got to rely. He on, pays people to we call. Rely him. on one fan. John Scott Pat McGroin just listened to the last episode. Awesome, and what? Two weeks in a row. Congratulations! All right, a couple things. Um, saw a movie, and yeah, I don't know if you guys ever saw this one. It's called Ted. It's the one with the talking teddy bear, and I laughed my fucking ass off. I recommend it. Uh, uh, some fucking great humor in it. I think, John, I think you'd like it. Scott, I definitely think you'd like it, too. Um, so, anyways, Ted, check it out. Um, you guys are talking about Chicago politics. There is a, I think it's like 20-part 20 um, 20 series on stars called Boss. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer is the, um, I don't know, start, starting to talk like Scott. <laughs> Sorry, my words. <laughs> I haven't had anything to drink. That's not funny. Uh, boss starring uh, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and uh, it's about Chicago politics. And it is fucking awesome. It's one of the best series I've ever watched. <clears throat> Excuse me. I recommend it highly. And you guys talked about hot coffee, Scott, about hot coffee being spilled. And then we quickly sue. Uh, you have to watch the documentary of that. It's called Hot Coffee. 
and it will change your mind when you watch it. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I watched the first uh, 45 minutes because that's what they concentrate on. And uh, the pictures are horrific, and they are definitely liable. There's no question about it, but you have to check it out. Okay? Oh, lastly, Johnny, 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 Johnny. Scott, I know Scott's giving you a hard time. John, I love you. You know that. Um, and if I love you and Scott loves you, I can't imagine how much your family loves you. Please, don't do it for me, Scott. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. And take care of yourself, all right? I want you to be healthy, my man. I want to see you a long time because I'm fucking greedy, okay? Take it easy, boys. There you go. How wow. about that? It's, it's getting me choked up a little bit. Yeah, you're going to cry? No. Yeah, so The Boss, that's not on Netflix, so I don't know where to get that. Uh, hot coffee. Hot coffee. I guess philosophically, um, if you buy hot coffee... If you want hot coffee, <laughs> don't fucking spill it in your lap, right? It's like, hey, I buy a gun, and I know what a gun does, but I shoot my dick off, and then I sue the gun manufacturer. That's, that's I guess, my view of the whole thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is the coffee is like, there's hot coffee, and then there's hot fucking coffee. <laughs> it's really hot yeah. coffee. There's skull. I mean, have you ever drinking? You've never you never drank coffee. I am not a coffee drinker. No. Or or hot chocolate. Right. I've drink it. I've drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make fun of I'm me. I'm drinking hot chocolate. Uh, and I, uh, the thing about my wife, she can drink stuff that's ten times hotter, and I have to wait. I have to put an ice cube in it. I am very sensitive. Yeah. I tell her all the time, too. my nervous system is evolved. It's more highly advanced than yours. <laughs> Much more sensitive. And that's why. I know, because back in the caveman times, they were drinking really hot coffee. <laughs> right. No, you're, you're, you're actually behind the times. I think evolution is the hot drinkers. Versus, no. 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 I, I posit that my nervous system is more finely tuned to pain <laughs> or to touch or to whatever. I see. You see. Yes. Got it. I can feel pain before it even happens. Before I'm even <laughs> inflicted with pain, I can feel pain. That's how advanced my nervous system is. <laughs> That's out of sight. There you have it. All right, then. What else? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You said you you had some movies. You saw some movies. Oh, yeah. I saw Ten Commandments. Uh, it's a holiday kind of tradition. Uh, oh, the real one with, uh. Charles, what do you mean the real? There's a fake it's one? the real deal right there, man. Yeah, there's a couple other ones out there. The real one with Charlton Heston. Yeah. Yes. The Jew. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I've seen this movie 20 fucking times at least, yeah. John. And I watched it over Thanksgiving. And you know the woman? You remember the push pullman? Yeah. And then the woman gets caught, and Joshua comes, and the woman says, Go talk to the Pharaoh. He'll know what to do. Yeah. And they go grab Moses, and yeah. he shows up and he you saves the woman. Know. That God is God. <laughs> you remember that? 
Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I've watched this thing 20 times. Just this last time, I figured out that that's Moses' mom. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a man! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not from Ten Commandments. Uh, oh, it's Did that. you know that? That the woman gets caught as Moses' mom? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> the hell's wrong with me? I don't know. I've seen it 20 I times. more evil upon you. I have brought more evil upon but here's the other thing I, I caught. I, I guess when I watch it, I really don't pay attention, or maybe I drink too do, much. Do you remember this part in uh, when when Moses' is, his cell phone keeps going off? There is no phone ringing, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when God's trying to get in touch with him. He's trying to get a hold of him, and he's, yeah. he's and freaking out. Moses freaks out, and then yeah. God has to uh, come through a burning bush instead of a right. phone. Right, I remember that. Yeah, part. so instead he sends him a letter. Yes, and it was it was written a, with the finger of God. That's right. <laughs> it was written with the finger of God. See, <laughs> I gotta tell you though. Uh, well, a couple things. <laughs> First of all, the other observation I made is both Ramsey's a fucking atheist, right? Yeah, he doesn't believe in any of this shit until his son dies. Then he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" This Moses' God must be real, so my God might be real. So he puts his son in his God's, um, uh, what do they call it, uh, when you make an image of God? What is that called? Uh, uh, idolatry. <laughs> Whatever. No and he's doubt. like, hey, save my son. And no the son doubt. doesn't get saved. Yeah. But he's an atheist up until that point. Right. He's like, Moses, get out of here with your magic tricks. Go away. Put some pants on, kids, so I can kick your butt. <laughs> and Moses... When everybody's saying, hey, you're the dude, man. You're the man. He's like, no, why me? Why would God, if there is a God? Moses was even skeptical. Yeah. Until he sees the fucking burning bush. Right. And then he becomes like one of those born-again Christians. Oh, (laughs) that's... Did you see that? Oh, nobody else saw it, just me. But that's all he talks about after that is God, God this, God that. Even when he kills, well, he doesn't because Ramsey, out of his mouth, came this this uh, plague that right. killed all the firstborns. But he shows up, and Ramsey's is there to just say, "Hey, just take your people and get the fuck out yeah. of here." All right. But Moses still has to rub it in. Yeah. If you would have listened to the word of God, <laughs> Almighty God, you have not yet obeyed the Lord. Right. Let my people go. And eventually he's like, yeah, go. Yeah. And then Moses, instead of just turning around and going, he's got to give him like a five-minute lecture. about. (laughs) It's like one of those born-again Christian things, you know? Hey, you're going to burn in hell and blah, blah, blah. Hey, just go. Yeah. Then he says to this to Ramses. So far, this is not blowing my skirt up, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he was thinking there. So, and then you got the, uh, you got the Ed, Edward, uh, Robinson, Edward, what is his G. name? G. Robinson. Yeah. He plays a great character. Yeah. yeah Moses. Yeah. Where's your Messiah now? Yeah, she. <laughs> you got, you got Lily from the uh, Monsters. Right. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about Lily. And Nefertiri. Yeah. That movie kicks ass. Yeah. You know, no my doubt. son was uh, no messing around on my iPad, no playing some game, and yeah. we put this movie on, and he was, like, captivated. 
in the first five minutes. He put the iPad down and he just like was riveted yeah, to this no movie. While they're making the pyramids. Yeah, they're making the pyramids and then the when the Red Sea split yeah. and then they ran through there and then the the no fire doubt. went out and the chariot started going yeah, through. Yeah, my kids see that and they go, you could tell it you could tell the special effects are terrible. I think it won for special effects back in 1955. I know, but when we were kids, that was like, whoa. That was the shit. That shit's real. And uh, my kids see that, and they just they don't appreciate it. Like like I told you once, my daughter, we, we had the Three Stooges on, and she's like, what's wrong with the color? I go, well, that's everything was filmed in black and white back then. Really? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't understand state of the art. I saw a picture today on Facebook. It was uh, a picture of a, a giant video camera and a laptop and a a telephone, you know, with the cord and or no, a big, one of the big brick cell phones and uh, uh, a TV and 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 books. And then the next picture was. Uh, showing the iPhone. So all these big, giant, clunky pieces of technology combined together in this one little tiny flat rectangle box, right? Right. And it says, come on, people, really? We could jam all this technology down into this little teeny thing, and we're still burning fossil fuels. And that does amaze me uh, that we have such amazing technology. But I think it's come to the realization that unless it really, really makes a lot of money, they're just not going to do it, obviously. So, or uh, the oil companies are so fucking powerful that anything that does come out, like when. Uh, Marijuana, for example, the uh, cannabis plant was going to be used for paper. Um, all the lumber companies uh, lobbied against it as the devil weed, and that's how it became outlawed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, interesting. You know, my kids just don't, you know, we used to wait for food to get cooked. Now they get the microwave and everything, you know. Well, of course, it came out when we were teenagers right what right but we didn't have a microwave in my house that i could tell you that until i was in high school but uh but yeah it's they just don't get it you know they don't my parents were fascinated with fucking television technology my grandparents we had one fucking tv we got a tv in every goddamn room now i carry a tv around it's like in Back to the Future when Marty's at uh, his house. Yeah, he's watching six channels at once. Yeah, he's got two TVs, and the kids are like, "What? You have two TVs? No, nobody has two TVs." Yeah, fruit, fruit, please, fruit, please. Remember that? No. Where he says, "Fruit, please," and this thing comes out of the ceiling with fucking grapes and shit on it. And they have the little Pizza Hut maker, and they put this little toy pizza on a on a platter. <laughs> Is that Back to the Future goes, too? Boop, 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 
Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that like once and I forgot about it. Well, you just talked about the fucking 10 TV. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the six TVs in Back to the Future No, too. in the first Back to the oh, Future when right. he shows up in 1955. Right. And he's like, this is a classic. This is a, it's an oldie. It's a classic. Well, we we cl- had two TVs. Uh, yeah. Nobody's got two TVs. He's just pulling your leg. Right. All right. So other movies I saw, John. My son and I are watching the uh, Sean Connery, James Bond movies. Oh, yeah. So we saw Goldfinger and Dr. No. I told him there was a dragon in Dr. No, and he got all excited. But the dragon's like this tank that's painted like a dragon, yeah, yeah. and like it has a flamethrower. And he punched you in the balls. Yeah, he wanted to punch me in the nuts. He's like, what is this? this <laughs> what is this shit, this Dad? bullshit. <laughs> Dumb. And then we saw Thunderball, and there's this great scene in Thunderball where... Bond shows up, and this woman, she's on the, you know, she's on the Spectre side, and she's in a bathtub. And uh, Bond shows up, and he's having this conversation with her, and she's like, hey, can you give me something that I can put on? And he leans over and hands her her shoes. (laughs) Yeah, it's sweet. (laughs) It's one of the best scenes ever. I mean, back. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. And my son, I was, uh, I had seen the scene before, but I'm watching him for his reaction to see if he gets it, you know? Yeah. And he thought that was the funniest fucking thing <laughs> he'd ever seen. Yeah, I, like, I, right. I have the, I have a bunch of Bond DVDs. My son and I watch them. He loves them. He loves them all. He loves the old ones. He likes a Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. He's so fucking cool. My son will be down here, and I'm thinking he's playing video games. And I'll be like, come on, dude. Really? You've been down here for like four freaking hours, man. What are you doing? Because I'm watching the Bond Marathon, Dad. I'm like, well, why don't you tell me? I'll come down and watch it. Yeah, he loves the Bonds. Great music, too. Yeah. You know shit's about to get real when this comes on in the in the film. Yeah. And then the other movie I saw, John, uh, Red Two. Red Two. I fell asleep. I had to go to bed. I didn't I didn't finish watching that movie. Yeah, the first 20, 25 minutes are fucking excruciating. And uh, my wife went to bed. I stayed up, and I was doing some work, so I had it on in the background. And then this guy, Han, shows up. He's this Korean dude. He's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And then Anthony Hopkins shows up. And then the movie picks up from there. But uh, I can't recommend it. No. The first 20 minutes are just fucking miserable. It's <laughs> just awful. Yeah, I couldn't take it either. And then I saw something I've seen before, Get Shorty with John Travolta. Oh, yeah. That's such a great movie. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good, John. Who's the the, the Chicago actor that just recently died? Uh, what is his name? What is his name? Hey, stupid number one. <laughs> I'm going to jam a pencil in your eye or some shit like that. Uh, what is his name? Let's see. Let's see if we can see his name. 
Because we have the interwebs, John. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, they don't have him listed as one of the stars either. Come on. Dennis Farina. There you go. Dennis Farina. Yeah. Dennis Farina. Yeah, he just recently uh, passed away in July. He was, uh, he was a cop. He was a Chicago copper. Did you know that? Yeah. James Gandolfini was in that movie, too. Yeah. Right on in Rene Russo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, does he say dummy or stupid? <laughs> what do you mean? Dummy in the number movie? one. Stupid number one. or In Get Shorty? Yeah. Or are you thinking of something else? I don't remember that from Get Shorty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it in Get yeah. Shorty? Somebody's gonna stab <laughs> stab you in the eye with a pencil. <laughs> I don't know what. Whatever. I don't know. I was trying to find the audio, but that is a good movie. I highly recommend Get Shorty. Stay away from Red Two, and all the James Bonds with Sean Connery. I haven't seen Never Say Never Again. That was the sucky one. I'm kind of afraid of watching it. You know, I tried to watch... Um... Is this moron number one? Put moron <laughs> number two on the phone. Yeah, Jimmy, he's uh, right here. Hold on. He's pissed. Yeah. I thought you told me this guy was going to be on the plane. That's the information we got, Jimmy. That's the information we got. I'm going to tell you something. I want this guy taken out, and I want him taken out fast. You and that other dummy better start getting more personally involved in your work or I'm going to stab you through the heart with a fucking pencil. Do you understand me? (laughs) (laughs) I think I understand that. It's Midnight Run. Sorry. Midnight Run. Jimmy Serrano. Oh, that's a great movie, too, with De Niro and Charles Grodin. Is this moron number one? Put moron number two on the phone. Yeah, Jimmy, he's uh, right here. Hold on. (laughs) He's right here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought you told me this guy was going to be on the plane. That's the information we got, Jimmy. That's the information we got. I'm going to tell you something. I want this guy taken out, and I want him taken out fast. You and that other dummy better start getting more personally involved in your work, or I'm going to stab you through the heart with a fucking pencil. Do you understand me? You got it, Jimmy. Ow! <laughs> what are you hanging around for? Take a walk. I heard somebody picked up Mardukas in New York. It's old news, Sidney. I'm already on it. I don't have to tell you what'll happen if he becomes a government witness. I can assure you that will not be the case. Yeah, I assumed you were taking that position, but I'm supposed to advise you against such acts. Sidney, relax. Have a cream soda. Everything is going to be all over within a few minutes. (laughs) Sorry, Jimmy. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Say that again, Tony. It just didn't happen. I mean, there was cops all over the place. There was a million fucking feds all over. Are we going to listen to the whole movie? It was a mess. Yeah. It was a real mess. You better get off the line, Jimmy. Sydney, if they've got a tap on that line there... Sydney, that... shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> now listen to me, dummy. Do they have Mardukas in custody or not? I don't, I don't, I don't. Jimmy, I don't know. I mean, the cops are small. How about, how about, how about? We couldn't see anything. Let me tell you two stupid motherfuckers something. I don't want to get another phone call like this because if I do, I'm going to get on a fucking plane and I'm going to blowtorch the both of you. Do you understand? I am going to finish all my sentences with, do you understand? Do you understand? I'm going to stand you understand? the fucking heart with a fucking pencil. <laughs> is he one of the, he is one of the most classic 
uh, Chicago. You cannot do those lines without that accent. There's just no way. No way. More on number one. Let me talk to more on number two. Yeah, he's right here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's some classic shit. All right, John, before we get Phil over here, did you see any movies? No, no, just uh, Polar Express. Uh, I don't again. like that one. It's creepy, man. My, You know, the, the only part that I like is when they're... Um, is when they're like uh, the ice cracks and the trains flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. I like that part, and I get a little emotional at the end with the the jingle bell and the narration. But that's it. They, they the characters creep me out a little bit. They they like their eyes are looking like they're not looking at each other. They're looking through each other. It's like they tried to make them too real. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. They're, they're creepy. I think they've done scientific studies on that and tried to identify why that movie's so creepy. And it's because the 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 subtleties of human interaction uh, are not captured, and that's the problem they have with robots and androids. Um. Is they're going to be creepy until they, yeah. you know, get to version 100 where they iron all those subtleties Yeah, but why out. Why does it work with, you know, um, Buzz Lightyear? Because it's a cartoon. Right. Right. So, you know, if I was Robert Zemeckis, I, they did try to cartoon him up a little bit. But if they'd have gone, like, I guess the, the two goofy characters that played the engineer and the other dude with the long beard um they're a little more believable because they're more cartoonish so if they'd have played them up a little more and gave them less perfect teeth and eyes and yeah that is kind of creepy all right, John, before yeah. Phil comes over, we have one clip from Pat Robertson. He made some comments about somebody asked him about yeah. homosexuality. We're going to hear what Pat has to say. Here we go. Duck the, queers. His, uh, Duck queers. His Duck listeners queers. and viewers email him and Duck ask him queers. questions. Here's one of the Duck questions. Queers. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta find my web page. <laughs> Love of Joe. <laughs> Here it is, John. Teresa writes, my 30-year-old nephew just told the family that he's gay. I want to pray for him, but does he need to pray for himself in order to be helped? Well, you know, a few years ago, the psychiatrist, psychologists used to say that homosexuality was a mental illness. Now, uh, the Supreme Court has said that uh, it's a protected right. Uh, so what's he going to pray about? Is he going to say something's wrong unless he's unhappy? And if he's unhappy and he realizes he's doing something that makes him miserable, you might help him. Uh, it's a very delicate situation, but they, they need to be shown the Bible. What does the Bible say about this? The Bible is explicit about it. Now, I understand, and I've mentioned on this program, people that, that need a sex change operation. In other words, it's a woman trapped in a man's body, a man trapped in a woman's body, and they really need uh, some 
hormones and surgery to get the thing lined up. That's one thing. <laughs> but this other, many, many people are into this lifestyle because they have been abused as a child and so forth. I don't know why he's there, what he's there, but I think you say he's got to pray for himself. Yeah, but you can pray that the Lord will show him his love and his truth, and out of that he will uh, find an acceptance to where God has for him. Yeah. Okay. Amen. So what does that mean? So uh, what I interpret here, if I can interpret Pat, uh, if I can attempt to interpret Pat, is that the Bible is very explicit that homosexuality is not acceptable. But it is if you're a man trapped in a woman's body. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's what I heard. Is that in the Bible? That if you're a man trapped in a woman's body, it's okay to get... No. Uh, but it's very explicit about homosexuality. Not only that, homosexual homosexuality is caused by child abuse. I don't know where that idea comes from. Is that in the Bible? I have not seen that, no. Uh, and then, if you just pray to God, God will show, like, let's say I'm homo, John. Let's just hypothetically say that I'm a homosexual. If I just pray to God, I will then discover the wonders of the vagina. That'll just magically happen? God will do that for me? <laughs> uh, how does this work? Is there a spirit of the vagina that I need to pray to? Yeah. It's the almighty V, J. So it, it's this type of... of Obviously, his beliefs come from the Bible, but it's this type of thinking that sets us back, uh, people's civil rights back years, centuries. When is it going to end, John? When is it going to end? Rational thought, is that ever going to come back? Probably not. Not as long as the 700 Club is around, I tell you that. And my mom donates to it. I'm looking at his website. No doubt. He doesn't have a donate button. Well, he doesn't need one. They just come in droves. Let me get the door. Hold on. Man, I got to piss like a racehorse. So we need to make uh, have Phil make this. Y- yeah, you ready, man? Of course, John. I'm always ready. <laughs> to deliver the news. It's about time. That's right, John. Now, with your award-winning TTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Thank you, John. Thank for starting the NSA, John. Do you know who the NSA is? NSA, National Security Administration. The NSA admits to tracking your cell phone location when you are abroad. In related news, they probably do the same when you're a guy as well. Next story, John. Oh, Jesus. So dumb. A Michigan RNC member says gays want free health care because they're dying of AIDS. That's right. A Michigan member of the Republican National Committee, Les, 
Last week says that gay want free health care because they're dying of AIDS. Dave Omegma made the comments against people living with HIV and LBG, LGBT communities while speaking December 5th in uh, 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 Michigan. <laughs> while speaking against marriage inequality, Enigma <laughs> said that during his time with American Airlines, he witnessed LGBT workers claiming a person living with AIDS as their partner simply so th- that person could get medical benefits. That Folks, queers. the gay people want free medical because they're dying when they're between 30 and 44 years old, he said. To me, it's a moral issue. It's a biblical issue. Traditional marriage is where it should be, and it's in our platform. Those in our party who oppose traditional marriage are wrong, (laughs) said Omega. Next story time. Yahoo says its most popular 2013 search was Miley Cyrus job. No. The second most popular search was, who still uses Yahoo? Next story, Don. <laughs> Did you write that? A Texas man pulls out sword to pay for tacos. That's right. A South Texas man faces an aggravated robbery charge after being accused of ordering several tacos, pulling a sword, and refusing to pay. Adam Kramer began sliding the sword out of his sheath and threatened a waitress in a Mexican restaurant in San Antonio. Nobody was hurt in the December 2nd incident. Authorities say Kramer walked out of the restaurant without the food and to his truck while yelling, either he got free tacos or somebody would die. Investigators say the waitress locked the door after the San Antonio man drove away. Law officers arrested Kramer the next day. Bond was set at $50,000. Next story, John! Meredith Baxter Bernie, John. You know who that is? Meredith Baxter Bernie. Family ties. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meredith Baxter Bernie. Wins for the fourth time, John. Says she's finally through dicking around. That's right. Tradition went out the window when family tie star Meredith Baxter wed her longtime love, Nancy Locke, on Sunday. The 66-year-old and her 56-year-old partner of seven years both opted for black pants and cream coats as they walked down the aisle together in front of their nearest and dearest in the intimate ceremony held in Los Angeles. That's news to me. Meredith Baxter Birdie is a lesbian. Next story, Todd. <laughs> Lunch lady pays fourth grade thugs to beat up their classmates. That's right. This is out of Grand Rapids, a former campus elementary lunch aide, lunchroom aide, who allegedly paid $1 to have a fourth grader beaten up by classmates, has entered a not guilty plea. Brooke Wilson Johnson, 19, was scheduled to be arraigned Wednesday on December 11th. Wilson Johnson denied to police that she had paid a dollar to three students to beat up a nine-year-old child in retaliation for him disobeying her in the cafeteria and calling her a pregnant biatch. But the victim said he was pushed, bumped, thrown out of a seat and had his food taken, according to the Grand Rapids School's public safety records. The students, two nine-year-old boys and a girl aged 10, say they were each paid one dollar, according to the police reports. However, our resource teacher, Renee Lance, 
Only saw Wilson Johnson give one student one dollar. Next story, John. Joey Fatone, Don, Don, Don. <laughs> Joey Fatone. What's my name, Don? <laughs> Do you know who Joey Fatone is? John? Joey yeah. Fatone. Joey Fat One. Gets hair transplant. Has joined Lance Bass as the second member of InSync to reveal he's gotten his holes plugged. <laughs> Next story, Don. Oh, Jesus. According to a new report, America's teenagers are 30th in the world in math. Luckily, American teenagers will never understand the report because they're 85th in reading. Next story, John. <laughs> a barber trims customers' testicles. Oh. That's right. This is out of Seattle. A barber who apparently has a bit of a standing beef with one of his salon's customers stabbed the customer in his testicles with a pair of scissors last Thursday. According to a police report, the victim was getting his hair cut around 4 p.m. at the salon at the 400 block of 12th Avenue when one of the other salon's other barbers started to joke around with him. He later told officers he knows this barber from around the neighborhood and they are not friends. Furthermore, he said the barber has assaulted him in the past, but he never reported it. The victim finished getting his hair cut and asked the barber to stop joking with him. In response, the barber threatened to kill, punch, and stab the victim. According to the report, the barber grabbed a pair of scissors and stabbed the victim in the gut. Though the scissors didn't make it past the victim's jacket, the barber stabbed the victim a second time in the crotch this time, ripping the victim's pants and making contact with his testicles. The victim left the salon and went to his car, but the barber reportedly followed him and punched him in the face. The victim was finally able to drive off and call 911. The salon was closed when officers arrived, so they were unable to speak with the barber. And the victim was left with a sore lip and a torn testicle. Next story, John. Excuse me, are you just happy to see me, or did someone stuff beef jerky down your pants? Oh. This is out of Iowa City, John. Police That's said gonna smell good. they found a stolen bag of beef Jerky. <laughs> Stuffed out in Iowa, man. But he claimed it wasn't his. And someone else put it there. Police say the suspect, 18-year-old Asante L.A. Gillimore, then went to the counter and tried to pay for some Funyuns and a Rice Krispie treat. Gilmore's purchase didn't grow through after his credit card was denied, and police said he attempted to leave the store without paying for the snacks. Officers stopped Gilmore outside the store, and he admitted to having more items down his pants and pulled out a bag of beef jerky. Police said Gilmore told the officers someone else put their jerky in his pants. The three treats were valued at $8.67. Police said Gilmore appeared to be intoxicated and admitted to drinking one beer. However... A post-arrest breath test indicated he had a blood alcohol content of .208. Gibson was arrested and faces charges of fifth-degree left. I'm sorry. (laughs) Fifth-degree theft and public intoxication. Next story, John. Fifth-degree left. Next and last story, John. This story's out of Indianapolis. An Indianapolis man is facing charges after reportedly swinging his genitals at two women on the street. Sean Harvell, 34, of Indianapolis, was arrested Thursday afternoon on charges of public 
including public indecency, resisting law enforcement, criminal confinement, and battery. Police said a Metro officer driving on 38th Street near Lawndale Avenue was flagged down by two women. One woman, 29, told the officer that Harwell approached her on the sidewalk from behind and grabbed her by the arm. The woman said the man has his penis out of his pants and was swirling it in a rotary helicopter motion. I wish I could do that. He also said he had a gun and that the woman was going to come with him. The responding officers had Harwell began briskly walking away from the woman when they flagged the officer down. Then his walk became a run. After a brief foot chase, the officer and another responding Metro officer found Harwell trying to get into his car. He told police he was approaching the victim to discuss a financial dispute, but the woman said she was not acquainted with Harwell. Police said, in addition to his arrest, Harwell was also taken in for parking his tar car too close to a fire hydrant, and that's the news. Show. Oh man, Bill McCracken, Whitcomb with total dog nonsense. <laughs> Apparently. I got shit to do. <laughs> See you later. Looking forward to the Christmas special. <laughs> right, I got it. Uh, can you hear me clicking? Yes. Oh, it's almost like God. I'm not here when he shows up. Damn he it. never addresses me. No. Only oh, die. I take that back. He does say thanks, John and Scott. But then yeah. he it's like he delivers the news to you. Like I'm not even here. I'm in the same room with him. You're in a different room. It's like I don't exist. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't know. You know what that means, Chuck? Yeah. 289 comes to a close. Uh, That's right, John. Episode 290, big Christmas special. We're going to have God and Satan, maybe Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Maybe Julie will show up. And uh, other surprises. For our Christmas special. No doubt. This was the pre-Christmas special. Right. Pre-Christmas Eve. Eve of the Christmas special. That's right, John. Special. All right, well, that's it for this week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Good night. Listening to John and Scott. Hot Total Talk Nonsense.